So how do we find our way home? Nobody knows! Experts are unsure whether salmon navigate by memory, sense of smell, or by detecting variations in Earth's magnetic field. Okay, everybody do one of those three things. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Comedy Central reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 13, Naturama. Now, Ben, I, I must say, I've been, as we set up the studio today, I know you, I've noticed you've been uh, eyeing some glances on my body mod. Uh, I mean, it's so very glorious. It's quite. I I have turned myself into a turtle. I have a shell and everything. It's great. It is looking great. I think you've really outdone yourself this time. I surely have. So what was the impetus for becoming a turtle? I was just so... I, I, I watched this episode of Futurama and I just... I was so driven to become the tortoise that that Hubert has been has become, and I was saying, "Yes, that is the life for me." And now I have my home on my back. That is a definite benefit because there are definitely times I'm at work and I'm like, you know what? If I could just go home and take a good like fifteen mm-hmm. minute power nap, and now I can. If you literally got your home on your back, you exactly. just be like, "Sup, boss? I'm just you know you go find a conference room." Uh, and just plop down on the floor there, go into your home, maybe uh, take a little bit of a nap. Yeah. I'm, g- I'm going to make a sandwich for a, for a snack after I'm done. And mm-hmm. ta-da, boom. Yep, that's what I've done. That With is, my body. That is a very good idea. And um, I've done it. Because my obvious body modification... Of course, and it's wonderful. I went with salmon, so I... The gills tremendous have to be underwater right mm-hmm, now that's true i spent a fortune on a microphone that would work underwater but absolutely work look at the results i have to return back to my home mm-hmm. to mate which is not ideal no. for my sex life but you 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 once at the end there uh-huh it's gonna be yeah. real good yeah me, all right all right it's time to mate and then die so i'm gonna go back home yeah it's unfortunate because me i i'm the only one of my species where you have uh options we, we both have problems in our love life as yeah. it turns out as a result of these very clearly great things we have done uh-huh. but outside there is a pretty sexy rock <laughs> is it the rock it is not the rock then I'm not interested. <laughs> as, well, sure. As a, a human, I would have been. But as a uh, tortoise-human hybrid, um, I'm not going to, you know. Okay. Now, I don't, I don't want to sound insensitive, but. Okay. Are you also a ninja? Yeah. I uh, I understand where you're coming from, and I... I know you you prefaced it with I don't want to be insensitive. I was insensitive, wasn't I? A little okay. bit, but you know what? You, you, 
I, I, I don't want to. No, I'm not. Unfortunately, I've not gone through the training. You have to go through a lot of training. Okay. Well, you know, one of these days, you might manage to become a ninja turtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not teenage. Missed though. out on the the combination, the Venn diagram, where yeah. a teenager and a turtle mm-hmm. and a ninja. Yeah, but I'm also not a mutant. I I did this to I, myself. I would say. Oh, I see. We're coming. I would say that qualifies you as a mutant. Well, so then you were also a mutant, Sam and Ben. Oh yeah, I, I'm not refuting that fact. Okay, I'm fair just enough. I'm not a teenage mutant salmon, uh, ninja I, salmon. I am a middle-aged hybrid human ninja, not ninja turtle human hybrid. Middle-aged turtle podcast guy. Middle-aged turtle <laughs> podcast guy. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that reminds me, I do follow on Twitter a uh, a, a wiki titles singable to the TMNT yes, theme song. It's that very I, good that I occasionally retweet because they're so good. Like they're I like I they come up and I'm like, well, I gotta sing this one. There's a surprising number of them that are something something West Virginia. I mean, it, that cadence, man, it works so well. It's it, a great account. It's it's, it's it's the best. A very good bot. He also released his source code, so I got to like take a look oh, and see how it's all done. There's a Python module that just like gets random Wikipedia pages. That feels about right. Python is wild, man. You you uh, you build a module. You you you've got a need. You build a module. Boom release it all right open source let's put the podcaster and middle-aged turtle podcast guy (laughs) and do a podcast about naturama so this this one's (laughs) this is buck wild as buck wild as this podcast episode is starting this episode takes the form of a three vignette episode we've we've gotten them plenty of times before. anthology of interest uh the the holiday spectacular i believe mm-hmm. it was called the uh, uh um one where it's all the uh different types of uh animation styles sure uh i don't remember what that's called i always want to call it reanimation and i'm pretty sure it's not called reanimation and i'm pretty I sure think- i named the title of our podcast episode on it <laughs> reanimation <laughs> You know, we we're 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 not human anymore, but we are fallible. Uh huh. Salmon, mutants. salmon, and turtles are also fallible. It's not just limited to humans. I know. I was just saying, humans are fallible, but also us, the the salmon and tortoise among us. Uh, so reincarnation is the name of the episode. That doesn't. Okay. All right. Reanimation would have been a better name, which is why I always want to call it reanimation. <laughs> there is also an episode called reanimation, isn't there? No, there's an episode called rebirth. G- g- Futurama, you messed up. So, anyways, it's it's three vignettes, but they all take the form of nature documentaries, uh, which are it's just such a weird choice. Each of these vignettes has Futurama characters taking the place of a specific type of animal that they are talking about. And we start out with, uh, first of all, I should point out that it's brought to us by Mutual of Omicron's uh, insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, insure your planet and conquer it or blow it up or it was destroy some- it. It was something about blowing it up or destroying it, yes. So it starts out and with 
A story about salmon. The the story that really made you th- feel some things to become the salmon that you currently are. I've been feeling things about salmon for a very long time. It's not just this episode. That's fair. But this was the catalyst, I think, that made you say, yes, I have always been a salmon. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> I feel like we're edging towards uh, uncomfortable and inappropriate the- things. So the interesting and, and, thing is... And offensive things as well. The interesting... Th- dialing this back a bit. The interesting no, thing is... Uh, I definitely had salmon for lunch. So... <laughs> it's just getting all sorts of weirdly meta mm. now. So um, it starts out... I don't want to think about you becoming a salmon, but eating salmon for lunch. You are what you eat. <laughs> so the... Uh, That's fair. It starts out... Uh, with a, a, a Morgan Freeman-esque sort of voice yeah, um, that says, Of all the creatures on Earth, none has a more intrepid life cycle than the salmon. Um, we, we, we see the salmon uh, in a beautiful freshwater sh- stream and the salmon eggs incubate and, uh, and, and be birthed. So yeah, it's, it's basically the Planet Express crew uh, mostly, I mean, there's Fry and Leela and Amy and Bender, yeah, and Hedonism bots there. Well, um, of course, Hedonism bots there. So they go to uh, swim downstream out to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that only three in ten will survive, mm-hmm. and not good odds, but not, not great. But fortunately, they're going in a, in a group of ten. Exactly. Hattie McDougal points this out and is immediately eaten by the hyper chicken lawyer. I do like the hyper chicken cameo as just like a random bird. It's it's very good. There, there's a lot that's very good. There's a lot that's like, why in this episode? They keep swimming. Basically, mm-hmm. the whole first part of this vignette is they just keep swimming downstream. And things kill fish. Things kill fish. <laughs> like like the waterfall ends up killing three of them, like Linda, Hedonism, Bot, and the Professor. And Zoidberg eats another one. Scruffy. I was very sad to see Scruffy Salmon die. You know, in uh, Salmon River Madness, uh, there can be only three. Three. <laughs> um, when are we going to run this contest? Pick your favorite salmon that is based off a Futurama character. <laughs> I think we found the worst thing that we've ever said. No, this is not it. We're not there yet. Hashtag fine mesh screen. There we are. So uh, they, yeah, they they die in the waterfall. They get eaten. They uh, eventually make it out to the ocean. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is where Fry Salmon meets Leela Salmon. Fry is immediately just like, oh, yeah, I want to mate with that. Mm -hmm. And so he says, uh, I'd like to mate with you in a few years when we're sexually mature. And Leela's into it. Yeah. And this is when Zap comes here. And he's also a salmon. Everybody, I, a lot of people are salmon in this one. It's very, it's the, <laughs> I would say it is the most salmon heavy episode of television I have ever watched. <laughs> Probably, yes. With the stipulation that I don't watch nature documentaries. So. That's true. But yeah, there's never been like a every everyone loves Raymond. That's just like check it out. It's just salmon everywhere today. <laughs> Debra, I'm a salmon now. 
<laughs> you know, and that, yet my parents are still always around. That That's a, my terrible Ray Romano <laughs> impression. You got to go a little, little bit more nasally with it. No, this is terrible. This is. <laughs> I'm I'm Ray Romano. <laughs> God, that was awful. Um, yeah, this is bad. We should just guess kind what? Of... I don't do. I don't. There's a reason I don't do impersonations. I do two. I do two of them. Yeah, there's no episode of Family Matters where yeah. Urkel invents a salmon potion. Although that would be rad. I would watch that. <laughs> he just, he invents a, fa- a, he, a he, salmon potion. He, he he accidentally uses his machine to make him the sexy Stefan Urkel, I believe it is. Uh-huh. And he accidentally turns into salmon Urkel. Right. And then... Um, and he's like, did I do that? And you're like, you're a salmon. You shouldn't be able to talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's There's not a lot of television that involves characters turning into salmon for some reason. You know what? I think there needs to be more. Like a TGIF salmon takeover. TGIS. Thank God it's salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that's my new restaurant. <laughs> Can you imagine the words, the the set of circumstances that you'd have to go through to say, thank God it's salmon? I mean, you know, someone could be like cooking fish, don't know what kind. And you're just like, oh, man, I really hate halibut. I really hate cod. Oh, I hope he doesn't buy the the blobfish. They uh, serve it up and it's salmon. You're like, oh, (laughs) TGIS. And then you turn to the camera and give a thumbs up and it's a Mentos commercial. (laughs) And and there's a whole uh, studio audience laughing and clapping along. This is going to be a really, really wild episode because I don't have a lot to say about the episode itself. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed. (laughs) I I did my good journalism and wrote down my good notes. And yes, it's not, there's not much. Uh, So they make it out to the ocean there's the thing zapfish is there um we get, zap gets turned down and he gets really upset about it and then we get a a fish montage uh to a song that i just called sea of love yeah, you're probably right and right enough that i did not look it up at all they are doing the like spaghetti scene from lady and the tramp sure and they uh, jump out of the ocean and make heart shapes with their jump and mm-hmm. jump with a MP at the end. I know what you said. I know what our listeners are going to think. What are the listeners going to think? I, I think it was it was close enough to junk that it would be weird. I mean, they're fish. They don't really have much junk anyways. So no, that's fair. As we will find out later <laughs> on. The junk is inside. The real junk was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> that so, feels mean to friends. There was no episode of Friends where Ross just comes <laughs> home and, and everyone's a fish and he's like, we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Friends thing we, I we know. We were on a break from the being salmon. Guys, come on. <laughs> What's going on? So... There's no episode of Seinfeld where George comes in and is like, I'm a salmon. Are you still master of your domain? Nope, I'm a salmon. (laughs) I'm a salmon. (laughs) (laughs) 
now I'm just thinking of Elaine doing the the dance kicking as a salmon, and I don't. This is this. There's nothing here. There's my, just my, nothing here. My brain is just trying to fill in the Friends theme song. No one told you that you're gonna be a fish. <laughs> I love that we both just jumped to clap that. That was very good. Uh, we what get, are we doing? We get this montage. They It cuts to many years later, mm-hmm. I think. I think it was like two to three, maybe. And uh, then we get from the narrator that now they're going to go a thousand miles back to their original place, um, their, their place of birth. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows how the salmon do this. Maybe it's magnets, then maybe it's smell, and who really knows? Nobody knows. Uh, also, there it could be using the Earth's magnetic field, and Hermes is like, I don't know, use one of those three things, guys. So they all go up the stream, mm-hmm. um, back to their place of birth, so that they can mate. But because salmon just have this instinct to go back to their specific place of right. birth, Leela goes off in one direction and Fry's like, can't do it. Yeah. He really wants to. He he literally gets stopped by his own body, even though he's f- trying to force his way against it. And so they they split and they have to go their own separate ways. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens Zap and Leela were born in the same stream. They make it back home. And uh, I do want to point out that Hermes, uh, they have to jump a small waterfall. And Hermes <laughs> decides to somehow limbo under it mm-hmm. and it works right of course it does that's sure. how limbo works and then immediately gets eaten by zoidberg lobster and it's just like why did this happen <laughs> why, did why, any- why did this episode happen <laughs> why did any why is any of this so it's it's not bad it's just why yeah so leela is um uh i do want to point out because it's gross <laughs> oh man i'm so excited for this uh, as they sort of split up, Leela's like, you know, I just need a mate that's within squirting distance. I was hoping one of us would say something about that. Uh-huh. And I'm glad it was you. <laughs> so it did, it did strike me in a way of like, oh, n- no. I mean, from, from here on, it, it gets a little blue. It, it, I mean, there, there's a fertilization of eggs. I don't know what, what to say. Yeah, so they they make it back home and they all mate, which is just the female fish deposits the eggs in a little hole in the sand, and then the male fish goes and just releases his uh, sperm all over mm-hmm. it, and that's that. And they die. And uh, it's it's a little weird watching this happen. I mean, I'm sure this is probably exactly what it looks like in nature. Uh-huh. It's weird to see a fish that looks like Bender do it. You can say that again. We should just call this episode It's Weird to See a Fish That Looks Like Bender Do It because I think that highlights this episode <laughs> more than anything else. There's a lot of Bender doing it. It's weird. He shouldn't. So He just shouldn't. They mate and the Bender fish is like, all right, now let's go. Uh, I got I to gotta go fertilize all these other. I've, I'm, I'm virile. And then he dies because yep. that's what they do. They mate and then die. Sure. Uh, this is when Fry decides to try to jump over what seems to be a mountain mm-hmm. and mostly does. He he clears that like most of the way. He gets over the mountain part, at least. 
he he kind of lands on he does like land on a rock and with his head and at, flop around on the beach a little bit. Um, this also happens around the same time that Leela is releasing her eggs, and Zap it is about to fertilize the eggs, but then Lur as a bear calling himself Burr, which mm-hmm. is great. I do like that. Uh, just goes ahead and eats him, eats Zap just right on up. Which yeah, good on him. Fry. It looks like Fry's not gonna be able to make it. But then Burr is like, oh, hey, why I shouldn't. But, you know, I'll, I'll uh, have a little little extra. Yeah. Uh, this is when Fry calls for the fish police, and I love it. I love the fact that Fry will, will call for these, like, specialty police units, and it's just terrific. It's sort of a late-in-the-game catchphrase for Fry, it isn't is. it? It is. Like, Bender has had, I'm 40% whatever. Right. Um, along with, of course, Bite My Shiny Metal Ass. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, there was that failed professor, I'm already in my pajamas thing. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think it failed as much as they kind of went away from it. I think it's great. I mean, a thing can be great and also fail. That's Look at me. So, uh... (laughs) Hashtag too real. Hashtag too real. You're right. Fry. It is a thing that Fry does an awful lot now. Yeah. Um, Which I I do. I think it's endearing because it's like, "Ah, help, fish police is such a funny thing to yell. At that point, Ndunda comes up. As a bear uh it basically like diet shames him mm-hmm. and then knocks fry out of his hand and fry makes it into uh this stream just in time to do his thing all over some eggs oh just all over them eggs um that's that's a challenging concept mm-hmm. that i don't want to think about anymore but enjoy listeners I mean, we also get such great phrases that I'm just going to just shoot off back to back to back here. Um, just release your milk already. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> Plop those roundies. I guess that's it. My only other quote I had written down was, as Bender's dying, he says, tell my offspring I love me very much. We do get some challenging concepts in this episode that is very much about animals mating. Plop those roundies. <laughs> it sounds like you're somebody's trying to suggest you to you to do drugs. <laughs> it does not sound like it, it sounds like a narc suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey friends, are you guys ready to plop those roundies? Yeah, I'm not a cop. Plop those roundies. Release that milk already. Everyone's <laughs> doing it. Um, (laughs) anyways they mate and then uh they all die and the narrator is like it's all meaningless and grim why did they live and why did they die no reason cool thanks nihilistic narrator so that's the first one (laughs) we've got two more of these and they're just they're just as inscrutable as the last uh we go next to the galapagos islands um zoidberg is there as a blue-footed booby who is very interested in himself being a blue-footed booby and that's all we get of him in Uh, this one we see that the professor is now the only um i don't i didn't have subtitles on the pinta island tortoise excellent um i rewound it a couple of times and just didn't understand Mm -hmm. what uh he called it but all right yeah i always have subtitles on so he's the last one of these in existence. No one has seen another mm. one of these in in a hundred years. He, yeah, he hasn't seen a female of his species for a hundred years. 
and uh, so he's he's understandably lonely. Uh, Leela, who is now a finch, uh, points out a tortoise, and Hubert Hubert indicates that she's a slightly different subspecies. Uh huh. Notice how uh, and he goes into like details about how her shell flares out at the bottom like, or oh, something. I think he says imperceptibly at the neck, it's a cloaca shrinker. And uh, we find out which that- is another which is another challenging concept to think about cloaca shrinking. I should uh, release a series of me sultrily saying all of the gross things in this episode, like cloaca shrinker. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't think I like that at all. But hey, this could be uh, pickup lines. Plop those roundies. We could, this is a good opportunity for us to build some pickup lines for our listeners so that they can also plop some roundies. So... Uh, we find out. So we're just not going to do that. Okay, got it. We find out that the uh, uh, fifty years ago, the professor met a hot young piece of shell under a tree. It, it was on the other side of the island. Um, and he doesn't think he'll ever be able to get b- back there again. Uh, the finches point out it's only a hundred feet away. Yeah, but at his age, it might as well be two hundred feet. Uh, the finches pressure him to doing it, which he's like, "Well, let me think it over." And then Bender, as an iguana, says, let's go already. I do like Bender iguana because he does not look overly like Bender. Yes. So he's just sort of in the background for most of this scene because he hasn't said anything up to this point. Right. Whereas like, whereas all the finches look very much like Leela and Fry and, and her, like, yeah, because they've got the, the right coloration, you know, the they've hair. got the hair, the Leela's got one eye, you know, all of these details. Bender does not look like Bender. So when all of a sudden he's like, let's go already. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap. That was oh, like, that's, that's Bender the whole time. So like that was, I think, one of the better jokes in this episode because yeah. like I didn't expect that to be Bender because not every animal in this has been. Uh, I mean, for the most part, it has been. But, you know, you get some background animals that are just like animals. Yeah. And. Like, I like ex- there were there were a lot of salmon that just weren't a character mm-hmm. at all. They were so salmon. I wasn't expecting it to be Bender, and then it was, and I was overjoyed. Well, he, he, I was worried they weren't going to get a Bender in there, and then they got a Bender in there. Um, they do go on the journey, and they see uh, Sal, who is a snake, who basically just goes ahead and eats Amy as yep. a finch. Eighteen months later, mm-hmm. hundred feet. Eighteen months. Uh, tortoises not fast now me as a as a human tortoise hybrid i'm also not fast well you know it's why uh we're already 40 minutes into this podcast wow i i can't believe we've oh, no sorry 30 minutes we had we had 10 minutes or so <laughs> of pre-show stuff I, i'm still amazed that we're we still are not going through this as fast as we probably could so uh i do like here how uh the professor as a tortoise is like yeah he says something to fry he's like well fry we finally made it something like that and then Mm -hmm. the finch is like i'm not fry i'm his great great grandson fry (laughs) i have and he goes on to say about how he evolved a slightly different beak to eat cactuses on this side of the island and then immediately gets stuck into a cactus and pulls his beak off i was less a fan of that because it was weird (laughs) there's that was the weird one so the professor yeah speaking of weird the professor sees a rock that he thinks is this other tortoise and he is 
immediately like, I'm going to put the moves on this tortet. Yeah. Uh, Bender Iguana says, just let them have their fun. Um, this is when another tortoise, Mom, uh, sees him mounting the rock and says, what the tropical hell are you doing? I do like how he sort of announces all of the things he's doing. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to extend my neck up. And then just one of these, and he sort of like nudges the rock yeah. with a foot, and was like, "Yeah, this is sexy." And then up I go, and just it's I don't I didn't think I've seen this episode before before now, but I I did not think I wanted to see a turtle mount a rock, and I'm still correct uh-huh. in that I did not want to see it, and I do not want to see it again. So it does remind me of when I was in college. Oh my lord! I don't know <laughs> Wait, where this story is ter- going. That was a terrible segue, but I I what I am so terrified about that where this is going. It but. does remind me of a time in college where a friend of mine was uh, drinking with her roommates, okay, and they decided to watch a movie. And so, of all the movies they decided to watch, one of them happened to have on VHS the Care Bears movie two, the second one. Uh, oh, okay, and. Is there a, a long sequence about mounting a rock and having sex with it? What I don't see where the connection so is here. So they are all very drunk. And sure, as you do. Well, my friend was sober, but the the two roommates were very drunk, and they were you know there's all the stuff is happening at the beginning. I don't even remember. Like I think some cloud is doing something, and like you know who even knows. That sounds about right. But. One of them is like, I've seen pornos that start this way. And so now (laughs) when I see that's very good. (laughs) So for a very long time, I've seen pornos that start this way was a just random thing we would say about the most innocuous things. That's very good. I like that. And anyways, all that to say, seeing him like nut like extend his neck and nudge his foot out, I've seen pornos that start that way. I'm so glad you explained that <laughs> instead of just launching into it, because that would have been buck wild. It would have said an awful lot about me. <laughs> just going to load up my website here, search bar. Let's go with neck extending. Wow, it auto-completed, Ben. All right. I guess I guess you were not you were not joking. Let's go with nudge with foot. Here we go. Found my sort of jam. Oh yeah. You know, I I wish you wouldn't watch it while I'm in the room recording a podcast with you, but you know, hey, I guess you, you don't you don't have to be here. You're free to leave at any time. Oh, okay. I'll just stop podcasting with you then cuz I don't want to watch <laughs> this weird porn that you've pulled up. This <laughs> is not this is nothing. What are we doing? It's better than the episode of Futurama, I would argue. Yeah. So, I yeah, I I'm, I don't know. So, Yes, the mom turtle shows up, and she is immediately jealous, and she attacks this rock, which sort of tips one way, and then tips back over, and like tries to crush mom, mm-hmm. and uh, so she manages... As, as, as much as a non-sentient rock can want to crush something. Right. She almost loses this fight with a rock that doesn't move, <laughs> but she manages to push it off the cliff. Of like a foot or two. The professor is like, you always were a hot-blooded Latina. And then the narrator is like, like all reptiles, the tortoise is cold-blooded. That is the most Arrested Development gag in this whole episode. It really is, isn't it? It's so Arrested Development. Like, 
if if Ron Howard was the narrator yeah. in that one specific clip, it would have been like pretty perfect. Yeah. It's it's too bad they couldn't make that work. But I, I still think it's very good. Uh, this is when Hubert and Mom have awkward, weird, moany intercourse, and everybody's awkward by it. Yeah, they're all like, should we be watching? And Bender's like, yeah, it's fine. Um, then for- the, then the, mo- the moaning is very challenging. Mm-hmm. It's there- like hispy. Ugh, it's just... There is ugh. a youtube video of turtles having sex i'm sure it's making, about exactly noise i'm sure it's it a, sounds way cuter than that in the video or in the futurama in the in the video okay now i guess i want to listen to that look up turtles having sex on youtube what kind of list am i gonna get on today i don't know but you know it can't be any worse than does a futurama podcast that's got to put you on some lists yeah, I guess you got a good point. And then Fry's like, is it weird if I talk about his crazy turtle penis? And Bender's <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> Bender Iguana is here for it. He is just, he is nonchalant about all the wild turtle sex going on right and now. And I guess if you're an iguana, you've seen some things. Uh, the mom turtle plops out three eggs despite the fact the narrator says six to 15 uh mom says i'm 150 years old what do you want and then uh, they go to leave and they're like the finches are like aren't you gonna watch over your young and uh the professor says i don't think we do that mom says i sure as hell don't and then they leave yep this means that the survival of the tortoise is assured four to four to eight months later it says does not give a specific amount uh-huh. of time, which is very good. Uh, this The mom's sons as tortoises come up and they fall onto the beach f- on, just under that rock and it crushes them. And so the extinction of the Penta Island tortoise is assured. Nature is horrific and teaches us nothing. Next is the hilarious antics of the elephant seal, the clown of the sea. Okay, cool. So we've got one more of these. So let's do this. <laughs> We're, it's like, this is a very workmanlike episode of Back to the Futurama. We will joke, but we will get through the episode. Dang it. It is now joke time. Ha ha ha. I've seen pornos that started this way. It is now <laughs> we're, episode time. We are clocking out of joke time. There are no jokes here. This is the part with the elephant seal. It is now joke time. So no one told you that you're gonna be a fish. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. All right, need to clock in. Let's go. Job's a joke. You're broke. At least you're not a dish. I guess it rhymes. I, it does rhyme. It's very good. It's very confusing. Like a uh, like a, a course, like a dish. Oh, oh. Like see, I was thinking of a dish. I th- I was thinking literally the dish you serve dinner on. I'm like, no, that's no. not what a fish would be. Like a like a, a meal. Mm-hmm. No, that makes it's like mm-hmm. a main dish. Yes. No, I. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, after some thought, I'm going to award that a chuckle. Ha! Look, I'm not Weird Al. Okay, we're, it's we're, true. We're gonna see Weird Al tomorrow. Oh wait, it's gonna be so exciting. I'm so. Can we talk about this forever? We're going to meet him, and I'm gonna. Say, I don't think we're gonna do that. I'm going to say, Mr. Al. Mr. Al, yes. Mr. Please, Weird, please write me a song to the Friends theme song about being a fish, and then he will instantly oblige. Uh-huh. And, and then we'll put it on the podcast. And we will be best friends. And Look for our guest next week, Weird Al. 
which is totally not going to happen because if that actually did happen, I don't think I can make words. <laughs> I can barely make words as it is. So, anyways, the elephant all right, seal. Ch- all right, episode time. Clock in. We get the narration that the elephant seal has this complicated mating dance mm-hmm. where huge lumbering males defend patches of beach to uh, prevent other males from mating. And just like humanity, only the biggest, most obnoxious males end up mating. The beach master, who is Bender in this mm-hmm. case, is the biggest blubberiest seal of them all. You know it. Um, and we find out that he maintains a harem of up to 150 females. It's, it's true. Uh, Bender, as Beachmaster, tells his harem to form an orderly heap on top of him. I do like my heaps to be orderly. Mm-hmm. And not just yonder heap. Right. Orderly heap is better than yonder heap. True. Because yonder heap is over there. But orderly, that's, be- that's, that's within the lines. You know just where that heap is and how it is organized. Because it's orderly. It's exactly. a bureaucratic heap. <laughs> my, my friend Ben, the bureaucratic for the orderly heap of, of the orgy. So, I don't remember who says it. But one of the female seals says, I like mating with the beach master because he's the largest. I don't remember who says that either, but it's like, yes, we're restating the, the thesis now. It's 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 like when you're writing an essay in college and you're like, <laughs> I have to say that I have to make how many pages? Well, I'm going to say this about five times, but differently. Okay, now double space it and make 12 the, point two font size. Make the periods 14 point. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. Those- and I still have seven pages to go. <laughs> Out of, uh, oh, cool, 20. All right, <laughs> sweet. Hey, I've got 13 pages of this. I don't know how I did that. And it's due hmm, tomorrow morning, and I started writing it mm, tonight, and I had all semester to do it. Welcome to Ben's English 123 class. <laughs> I've done stuff like that as well. I remember I had to do, I like had uh, computer science two, uh, two or something, and there was a big assignment due a night and everybody was in the computer lab um, and everybody had started like a week ago. And I'm like, I'm just going to start tonight. And then I finished it that night and left before other people had. And they're like, you're a jerk. And I got a better grade than most everybody else. <laughs> and it was like, I guess. <laughs> oh, man, I did that on. It has nothing to do with the paper, but I'm going to brag anyway. I mean, mine was code, so but you know, I was in a, a formal logic class. Okay. And. It was all sorts of weird, like, logical proofs and whatnot. Sure. And for the final, I finished, and I I looked up, and not a single person had left the room yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap. I screwed up. Right. Because... I'm I can't be the first I'm not I'm not that good at this I mean sure you know it's a room full of like philosophy majors and whatever who have to take this as part of their sure their thing this is and, just a gen ed for you and so I'm like oh crap okay well uh, I'll just go back and I I re- looked at every single question again and I went over all my answers and I didn't change a single one of them and mm-hmm. I'm like I look up I'm like oh crap I went over this whole test twice not a single person had left <laughs> So nervously, I stand up, Mm -hmm. collect my things, turn in the paper, walk out the door. Every single eye on me, just like, who the hell is this guy? Right. I have no idea how far back they were in this freaking test. Sure. And I'm the whole way home. I was like, I screwed it up. Oh, I I failed that one bad. Screwed it up. 
I get the test back. 101%. <laughs> You're so good at this. I got all the questions and the extra credit. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, I'm actually I'm good at this? Wait, but what? Nothing was quite as terrifying as the eyes mm-hmm. looking at me being the first person to leave this this test and i had gone over it twice, twice yeah front to back and i was just like yeah cool i failed that all right cool 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 cool. that's <laughs> well, fine you know i i enjoyed this class and i will look forward to it again that being said I, I as a as a student i was always a very fast test taker and i could bs my way through a lot of tests um so i did that and i was often like the first one of the first five people to leave the room because i was already done but see i'm not that's, that's fair. the thing i'm a slow test taker no i understand i should never be the first one to finish a test which i mean it does it does make the opposite true like i've i've like i think it was calculus three or four where i was like oh crap everyone else is gone crap what what i know this class was only about three people because it's calc four but wh- where'd they go so back to the thing so we see that the lesser males are off languishing at the edge of the colony mm-hmm. and it's Fry and the professor and Kiff and, Kiff Hermes. and Hermes. The narrator's like, uh, they won't be able to, to mate because of their age. And the professor's like, Harem, I can barely see him. It's very Which good. I do love that. It's a very good um, joke construction. Or That's why it lasts. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, for all these other reasons. And they do make a joke about how one of them is totally gay and, like, didn't love it. Yeah. Um. But um, it's because, mostly just because it was, it was very just, like, stereotypical. Like, oh, sure. how do you like this scarf? Well, it's I thought the scarf looked great. Oh, yeah, no, I've got no problem with the scarf. Um, right. We have no... Back to the Futurama. We have no problem with the scarf uh-huh that's our tagline mm-hmm. so kiff loves the amy seal mm-hmm. and uh he is he's just determined to to whatever the seal equivalent of hit that is i think it's still hitting that okay um the professor seal t- starts talking about how one time he snuck around the beachmaster and surprises his beloved with a romantic meal and that means kiff Kiff, as a seal, dives as deep as he can into a pitch black abyss into the water, where he grabs Zoidberg as some kind of deep sea thing. Says, "Welcome to the abyss," which I do love. I want to get that on like a welcome mat. <laughs> He's very polite, Zoidberg, as a critter is. Mm-hmm. We did also skip over that uh, Bender says, "Bite my freshly molted blubber-filled ass." And that he's 40% ass. So he just mashes those two mm-hmm. catchphrases together. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah, as you do. So yeah, the uh, uh, Bender as the Beachmaster is uh, sleeping. He's having a dream about killing all penguins, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. Penguins are great. Mm-hmm. That's my canonical statement on... Mm-hmm. I concur. Back to the Futurama, pro-penguin. Pro-penguin. I will point out that Scruffy is a walrus, and we we didn't mention this at all, but it's perfect. Uh-huh. He's sad that no one no one is interested in the walrus. Oh, Scruffy. I'm interested in walruses. So... I mean, I am, I am but a lowly hybrid man-turtle. But I am very interested in, in walruses. Kiff, as the sneaky male, makes mm-hmm. his move. 
because uh, the the Beachmaster has crushed seven of their babies in his sleep, and it's like, well, let's make some more. Uh huh. So uh, there's a whole lot of mating going on, and Kiff makes his move. He gives Amy this Zoidberg meal. Mm-hmm. This dish, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and Amy eats the crap out of it. It's all gone. Must have been tasty. And then the narrator's like, the female shows her receptivity through subtle vocalizations. And she says, want to do it? <laughs> Very subtle. But then before any doing of it can happen, Kiff gets caught by Bender. And... uh he gets sent back to the uh, outskirts, and mm-hmm. uh, they're like, sorry you didn't get to mate, but we can still play beach games. And they they have a game of Twister ready to go. I feel like it doesn't work very well with flippers, but I'm not an expert on, on Th- beach Twister. That's fair. They also did not animate this. I would love to see it animated to see how they were going to make it work. It, I think it, I feel like that's why they didn't animate it because they had no plan. Yeah, I feel like I need a choose your own adventure Futurama where it's like, now would you play? Would you go attack for the Beachmaster for your love, or would you go play Beach Twister? And I would flip to that Beach Beach Twister page. I want to see it. I don't want a description of it. I want to see it. So you would rather see a bunch of elephant seals play Twister than to see them get it on. Yes. What kind of pervert are you? <laughs> I am but a lowly hybrid man turtle. All right. That kind of pervert, apparently. Okay. Way to dodge my question. Thank you, friend. <laughs> so Kiff instead challenges Bender to a duel for control of the beach. And Bender laughs for a solid, like, 20 seconds. Yeah, it was very nice to finish my notes while he was laughing because <laughs> I was, like, typing furiously and he just keeps laughing. Uh, Kiff headbutts Bender and it seems to, to hurt quite a bit. And mm-hmm. then they get into a fight and where it's basically them just like slapping against each other for hours. The narrator says that the battle will rage for hours until both males are exhausted or dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it cuts to the next morning and, uh, Bender is still fighting and they say, Beachmaster, stop fighting. He's been dead since yesterday. Oh, and then this wakes up Bender as the beast ma- beach master right and he's like i'm killing dudes in my sleep oh yeah like he's he's really excited yeah. about the fact that he's killing dudes in his sleep it's true uh, uh after uh some cleanup with some goals uh the beach master celebrates all the new children born only to him and we go to the lesser males that all have a smaller ver- uh, kid version of themselves Mm-hmm. so order is restored for another year and uh then we get one last closing uh ad for mutual of omicrons have you insured your planet and then it gets blown up they they blow up earth and that means that it is time for grades this is such a hard episode to grade or talk about in any way clearly we spent half of the episode not talking about it which is actually pretty much on par for us that does feel like on par for (laughs) us but this is so I don't know. This doesn't fit. I mean, even like the other anthologies are still the characters like doing things. This is this feels like weird, weird fan fiction. Like, yeah, uh-huh. super like, hey, like I, I, I got high again. It's Portland, so it's legal. And I'm like, oh, man, dude, what? It, what if Futurama but with salmon? 
And then they did it. Uh-huh. And then they, they wake up the next morning and they see a script for Futurama, but with Sam. And they're like, what? Okay, I guess. Let's run with it. Yeah. I mean, it's written. I don't have to write this. Oh, it's got my name on it. Oh, cool, I guess. It's it's just so weird. It's just... I don't know how to describe it. It's... Or, like... It, it, it feels like it fits... It doesn't... It certainly isn't a canonical Futurama episode. I can't imagine it ever being close to one right but and it's it's just so buck wild it's enjoyable to watch it is it is a okay episode of television it's it's not an episode of futurama it doesn't it it doesn't it it, you know especially it doesn't move anything forward nothing happens effectively it's it's so hard to think about i but at the same time, if you're going to do this kind of like conceptual thing, you might as well go full tilt. And they did do that. No arguments there. So and and it's an enjoy. It's 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 well created. Everything is seems pretty well thought out, like burr as a bear. It, it all seems to work, which is funny. And they have little character jokes here and there, like Scruffy being a walrus and and Kif. And you have the same uh the same human relationships being looked at if they were seals and salmon, which is interesting. So, but I, I don't know where I put this. It's, it's not uh-huh. a bad episode of television. It's, it's a weird episode of Futurama. It's enjoyable, I guess. B minus. I, I don't know. It's not okay. what I'm going to go back to. I, I, I have no idea where to put this. Okay. I wouldn't go back to it. Um, it's so bizarre. So for me, I'm going to say that it is a D. Now, here's why. I mean, I, I, I don't know where to put it, so I, I, you might sway me, friend. So, the more of the little three vignette episodes we get, I think uh, more and more it, they sort of start failing for me a little bit because they're just... Like, the, the anthologies of interests were interesting it's right there in the name it's right there they, 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 you can't you can't call it anthology of interest if it's not interesting is it legal uh you know mm-hmm. um that's why we can't call this podcast interesting in right. any way it's not called ben and my present interesting things about futurama because <laughs> we don't we so, certainly do not um but i think more and more uh, as i as i watch more of these little uh story yeah episodes i just think that they like i feel like at first they were sort of chasing that anthology of interest high Mm -hmm. and now i'm not sure what they're doing right like agreed and at least with um reincarnation not reanimation as we've discussed at least with reincarnation i can i can see that like okay here you've got people who probably grew up watching cartoons. I mean, you don't get into making cartoons if you hate cartoons and never and have never watched cartoons. Sure. So at least in that, I can be like, okay, they are paying tribute to animation styles that came before or grew up in tandem or are just they find interesting and they think they might have something interesting to do with that. Mm-hmm. With this, I don't know what the point is. Is. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't because as as a whole, seeing Futurama characters as 
salmon and turtles and uh, uh, elephant seals. Like, <laughs> we had to take a moment. What, what did we see them do? Uh-huh. I don't find it that interesting. And there's also not a ton of really like classic sort of uh, references in this. Like, sure. If I referenced this episode, who's going to remember this episode? Like mm-hmm. We've referenced in this episode on this episode of the podcast, and I've already forgotten it. So I just don't think it's very interesting. Um, I'm especially as this season has has sort of ramped up in quality over the course of the sure. season where I've disparaged a lot of the Comedy Central episodes but i think it's really starting to get back to a place of being good and i feel like last season did this too where i was like okay maybe the comedy central stuff is not as bad as i remember and then we get to reincarnation and i'm like eh, but you 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 wasted that momentum sure especially because they're both end of season i mean this isn't technically the end of the season it was sort of the season was split into two parts sure so this was right before a break <laughs> in the season oh man that's such a rough time to do it but i'm like why would you go into that break with this episode i don't understand why and that is the thing i keep coming back to with this is did anybody actually ask for an episode of futurama where there's salmon and tortoises and elephant seals and finches and I don't even think that the episode was necessarily done badly. I just yeah. don't find it an interesting premise. I agree. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I it, That's kind of the point of like, I have no idea where to place this, right? Like it's right. so outside of what I'm expecting when I, when I turn on Futurama and it's like, nope, you get weird wildlife stuff this time. Right. And so because of the fact that I don't think they, they did the episode poorly, I'm not going to give it an F, but it's, barely an episode of futurama yeah like it's they they could have done so much more interesting things with it and we know that they could have because of the anthology of interests right like those are fun episodes i love those episodes you don't have to have these canonical stories with feelings and emotions for it to be good sure i love both of the anthology of interest episodes but i don't know what this is and so in that regard, like I said, I feel like it's barely an episode of Futurama. Yeah. Um, there are some funny things about it and the little bits that get pulled back into it from, you know, Futurama characters are pretty decent. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like this is one I'm always going to skip. Yeah. Like, I just don't see any reason to come back to this one. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It just, the initial placement is just that I couldn't even fathom like i almost thought about like it doesn't fit on the grading scale but i i agree it's i mean like it's just why like i would probably you're you're probably right around that d area because it's just it's nothing you're right it's not one that i'm gonna come back to so yeah i i think you're right i think you're totally right it's such a weird choice it's it's it feel, really weird it honestly feels like somebody got high and said <laughs> this oh man wouldn't it be great if they were animals and then they went with it and they went and they did a good job at that, but it is nothing. That premise is nothing. Right. It's such a choice. It is such a choice. It, it really is. So um, it's like if I be, if if I didn't become that weird 
a hybrid man turtle. So, yeah, we want to know what you think about this episode, um, especially if if uh, you actually really like this episode. I'd, I'd actually kind of like to see some uh, defense on this episode's part, because sure. maybe there's something about it that I'm just missing. Um, I, I could see like it. It is funny in parts. So yeah, I can see absolutely. there being like, oh, I just thought this was really funny and I really enjoy it for that reason. I can't. I, I, right. I would love to hear more about why people, if people like it as a, you know, a three part thing. Mm-hmm. Wh- why? Because I, I, I just, I don't see it. It, it doesn't, it doesn't tell a coherent story together. Right. So, uh, yeah, we want to know more about what you feel about this episode. Um, how many pornos you've seen, starting with neck extending and uh, some gentle nudging with a foot. Mm-hmm. That um, is a thing we talked about, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's not the worst thing we've talked about in this episode, my dude. I know, like, but I didn't want to think about the neck extending again or the, or the, the foot extensions. Um, let us know whatever else we talked about in this episode. What kind of animal are you turning yourself into? If you are Weird Al, please write us a Friends theme song parody about being a fish. We would really appreciate that. If you're also, if you're Weird Al, please just please just tweet at us and tell me <laughs> that you're. I will. I will die happy. Thank you. Um, and there are a lot of ways to do that. Uh, you can email us at Back to the Futurama Podcast at gmail You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Back to Futurama. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so find us there, rate us, review, and subscribe, and let's all go become the Beach Master together. And don't forget, if for some reason you felt like this episode was worth hard-earned American dollars, uh, or any other country, we've we've got um, patron in uh, Germany, so, yes. you know, all over the world. Don't worry about that conversion rate. It will get to us patreon.com slash back to futurama i do want to give a shout out to alex who increased their pledge uh this month and uh happy to uh have you as a patron and for your continued support we appreciate it and i'm sorry that this episode is the one that we did when we when we uh, said we appreciated (laughs) you Uh uh-huh you had to listen to this episode to hear us thank you for that Uh so so yeah thank you for that and i'm sorry and Until next time, uh, there is a cat in here meowing for her dinner, so we better wrap up. (laughs) Thank you. That's been our time. Until next time, when we watch, hopefully, a better episode. It has to be. Pretty much has to be. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye Goodbye from from the world of tomorrow. tomorrow.